Welcome to the Why 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 Show, a comedy podcast about search histories, life, and shocking shocks. I'm Jingan and I'm Eliza. And in this podcast, we are going to talk about interesting things that we search for on the internet this week. But first, we need to make a small disclaimer. This is a comedy podcast, and we do our best to research the things that we find. If there's anything that is factually inaccurate, please send us your corrections through our social media channels. You can find us at YYY Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Alright. So Eliza, what is your search term of the week? My search term is... Migrating eyes. Migrating eyes? As in the eyes migrate? As in, yeah. Like eyes as in... E-Y-E-S Eyes Oh my god Yeah It's very gross Yeah I thought it's like The solid form of water I-C-E right Yeah Migrating eyes <laughs> Okay 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 so Guess what it is Well It kind of makes me think of a spider You know like spiders got a lot of eyes Uh huh Maybe like The eyes not happy in one spot Then it will change to another spot Or something <laughs> Doesn't get enough benefits in that one spot. Okay. Yeah. So it is on a spider, Bang. insect, Bang. animal. Mm, yes. Oh, so it's an animal. Uh huh. Hmm. What can it be? Is it a reptile? No. Bang. No more chances already. Why? Is yeah. it spider, insect, reptile? That means it's a mammal, la. It's not. Then what is it? Ha ha! Finish <laughs> all your chances. It's a fish. Yes, it's a fish. Oh. The halibut fish, flounder fish, and soul fish all have migrating eyes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So the soul fish is the flat one, right? Mm-hmm. The one that like lie on the bottom of the ocean. How do you the know this? Because I thought their eyes are very weird because they got two eyes on one side of their body. Because mm. they have to look upwards. Mm. Yeah. So I guess when they are baby... Mm. Their eyes were not like that. Mm. Wow. Mm. So when we think of fish, right? Uh-huh. They have one eye on each side of their head, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the halibut, flounder, and soulfish is like that. Mm. When they are young. Mm. Like very regular. Mm. Then as they mature, right? Mm. The bones in their skull will twist and move around. Mm. Just like how the human baby skull bones move. Oh, like last week's episode. Yeah, okay. right. So for them, their skull bones also will move. Mm. Mm. Then their eyes, right? One of their eyes will start to migrate from one side of their heads to the other side. So that their two eyes are on the same side of their face. Oh, mm-hmm. really weird. So this flounder, this halibut and the soul fish, right? They are a type of fish called flat fish. I never knew that halibut is a flat fish. Eh? Yeah, me I just too. googled it. <laughs> Didn't know that it looked like the soul fish, right? Yeah. Like that type one, right? Yeah, I always thought it's a normal looking fish. The normal with one side, yeah. one eye on the. Not saying that you see. know it's not normal, but you know it's normal in the, the flat regular fish. fish. Yeah, okay. Mm. The very <laughs> average fish, but it's not the average fish. It's a flat fish. Yes. So right, as the eyes are starting to migrate, right. While it's growing up, <laughs> the fish will start to swim in a tilted manner. More and more tilted. Oh my god. Yeah. So it was a regular fish. An average regular fish. <laughs> then as I start migrating, that it will start to swim. More and more tilted, more and more tilted. Then the eyeless side of the fish, right? Okay. Will start to have less and less colour. Oh. 
and the double eyesight, right? Uh-huh. It will start to have more and more pattern coloration, more and more colorful. Oh, okay, mm. okay, okay. I see. Because it is to help it camouflage. Yes, correct. Blend with the sea floor. Oh. Yeah, camouflage. Cause right, this kind of flat fish, right? When it's done with its metamorphosis, right? Mm-hmm. It's from a floating thing. It will start to tilt, 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 tilt until it become flat, right? Then it will settle to the bottom of the ocean floor and it will stay as a bottom dweller for the rest of its life. Mm, so clearly it does not want to live as a regular fish. Mm. Yeah, it wants to be at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. So there's actually right, a lot of diversity in the flat fish species. I only named the three common ones that mm-hmm. we eat. There are actually more than 800 types of flat fish in the world. Wow. Yeah, and they can be found everywhere. Mm. Like every ocean also have. I see. Mm. It's a very common fish. Mm. <laughs> yeah, very common type of fish. So they can range from 8cm all the way to 3 meters long. Mm. The 8cm one is called Angel Fin Whiff. Then the 3 meters long one is the Pacific Halibut. Oh. 3 meters very long. Eh. It's yeah. twice of me. Eh. Yes, it's super long. <laughs> well, anyway, some have a left migrating eye, some have right migrating eye, okay. some have eyes that migrate in either direction. So it's like, depends on what genetic lottery they win, whether their left eye will move or right eye will move. Wow. Very strange. <laughs> anyway, their eyes are at the end of short stalks, so it's a bit 3D one. 3D as in it pops up? Yes. Oh, it's not okay. flat flat. Like, not as 3D as a snail eyes. Okay, okay. But it's like not as flat as the regular fish eyes. Oh, somewhere in between. Interesting. Yeah, okay. so this will help their eyes uh, move independently. Ching, mm. ching, 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 ching. Yeah. Then they can see further and wider. Oh. Mm. Then some of these flat fish, right, they also have a special power. Their skin contains color-changing cells. Ah, yes. Yeah, it's called melanophores. So they can assess the land around them with their eyes. Mm-hmm. And then they can expand or contract their skin cells according to the background that they are trying to match and blend in with. Oh, so mm. like really camouflage. Like, mm. Okay. It takes like, about two to eight minutes for them to match the sea oh, floor. Okay, not as fast as octopus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought it's like immediately <laughs> I'm very excited. That's like two to eight minutes. That's very long. Eh. <laughs> That's very short for the amount of time that it wants to stay there. Oh, that's true for the rest yeah. of its life, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's fine. Okay, fun fact. Mm-hmm. The dried fish that we use to cook soup with, mm. the bian yu kan, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. is actually one of these fish. Oh, that's why it's called bian yu, because it's literally bian yu. Flat fish lah. Yeah. Bian yu mm. is flat fish. Kan mm. is dry lor, mm. right? Yeah. So, dried flat fish. Mm. Yeah, it's actually the dried soul fish. Oh. Mm. So next time, if you eat bak chor mee mm-hmm. or fish soup and you see this fish inside the soup, mm. uh, then you know uh, this fish has two eyes on the same side of its head. <laughs> Interesting, indeed. Doop, 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 doop. Alright, it's time for our special segment. Three things to Google from a friend. So Eliza, who is the contributor for this week? So this week, we have some contributors because mm-hmm. we attended a potluck gathering the mm-hmm. other day and the first one is from Carl. His search term is Singapore nuclear bombs. You mean mm. we have nuclear bombs? I don't know whether we have or we take part in making it or somebody left it here. <laughs> <laughs> somebody left it here. 
<laughs> sounds I, like a very dangerous thing to be I mean, behind. there was a war, mm-hmm. two wars, mm-hmm. and then yeah, yeah, yeah. the Japanese came, and yeah, then the yeah, British yeah. were here. Different countries made different things. Did they different bring weapons. it here? Or did we make it? Or did we take part in making it? Okay, I'm very curious now. Is this a historical thing, or is this a now thing? Is it A-Star is working on something? Oh my gosh, what? <laughs> what is the answer? Wow. What we have found is quite amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we are right. Somebody put the bombs here. Yeah. We didn't make them. <laughs> I was thinking, where in Singapore can we make some nuclear bombs? So apparently in the early 1960s, for Singapore, our independence year is 1965, right? Mm. So... In the early 1960s, we were still part of Malaysia. Mm. And apparently, there were 48 nuclear weapons, nuclear bombs, and they are called Red Beard. And the British actually brought these 48 Red Beard nuclear weapons to the Royal Air Force Base in Tinga. Mm. And they secretly stored it from 1962 to 1970 mm. without the knowledge of the then Prime Minister of Malaysia. Mm. Yeah. Which Singapore was a part of. Yeah. Yeah. For a while. Yes. <laughs> they never tell him eh. Yeah. They just put the bomb <laughs> in the Tinga Air Force Air Base mm-hmm. and never tell the Prime Minister of Malaysia. Mm. Malaya. Mm. What? Yeah, and because at that point in time, it was the height of the Cold War. Mm. Yeah. So they were just getting prepared. Yeah. Storing it there, just in yes. case. So they store it there as a commitment to the Southeast Asia Treaty Organization. They, you know, try to like make a collective defense in the Southeast Asia region. Interesting, interesting. Mm. Wow, to think that we actually had so many <laughs> just mm. in the island of Tinga, where my nephew is at right now. <laughs> no, that is Tekong. Oh. Tinga is in our mainland. Oh, really? Yes, it's in the east. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I'm having a carbon monoxide poisoning at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tinga is on our main island. You're mm. right. Yep. Mm. Mm. Do we want to tell the listeners that we are having some residual carbon monoxide poisoning uh, yeah. symptoms? Feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> we went to a fish head steamboat place. Mm. And... I think there were too many fish head steamboats with burning charcoal in an indoor area. Yeah, it's in an aircon room. Yes, and it was not very pleasant, I guess. Maybe we, we felt a little uh, confused after the entire experience. We are woozy and we are confused. <laughs> but they... it has inspired today's search term, yeah. the flatfish. I see. Uh, well, anyway, back to the box. <laughs> You know what? What is another funny thing I found? There's an aerial photo of Tenga, the Tenga airfield. Mm-hmm. Then, then in the caption, it says that in 1962, the Red Beard bombs were deployed, right, to Tenga, right? But before that happened, in 1960, September, mm-hmm. but before that, right, in September 1960, mm-hmm. the RAF, they actually flown in a dummy Red Beard bomb to think uh. also like a fake one uh. yeah a fake one they <laughs> test first they fly one in and like test hmm, land will they there. notice will they notice if we put some bomb. very devastating weapon <laughs> inside their country then put one there they're like hmm things alright yeah it looks quite safe I think we landed it 
pretty well. Yeah. If we can land one, we can land 48 more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should then be okay, that, should be okay. Two years later, okay, let's land 48 more inside there, <laughs> then just not tell their boss. They also don't know, uh, yeah, it's okay. Uh, nah. Yeah. Yeah. So how was it removed? Uh? Just fly it back? Uh? They took it back. Oh. <laughs> They're like, okay, yeah, it's done. I'm gonna just move it back quietly. <laughs> oh my goodness, are you sure? Is that it? I think so, eh. Huh? <laughs> I think it was because it's in the height of the Cold War, so a lot of countries were getting prepared to mm. do certain things, right? Mm. So they needed to feel like they had defenses in different parts of the world. Mm. So that's why they did weird things like this. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, anyway, now we know, lah, because they recently declassified these archive documents. Mm. So now it is not a secret. It is just an open fact mm. that something like this happened. Yeah. Yeah. The end. Okay. Okay, the next search term is from Danny. Mm-hmm. His search term is, can you actually pay money to blow up cows in Cambodia with a rocket launcher? Oh my god. So apparently, uh, <sighs> there is a urban legend yes that they heard from their backpacking friends uh-huh. that you can go to Cambodia mm-hmm. and pay money mm-hmm. to blow up cows mm-hmm. with bombs yeah rocket launchers that are left over from the civil unrest mm. during the Pol Pot era interesting mm. but is it true? <laughs> let's find out is this for real? I just googled it and then the first headline is Tourists shoot cows with rocket launchers in Cambodia. Then next one is And he only paid 400 USD eh. Huh? 400 USD? Yeah. Huh? 400 USD only. What? <laughs> no, this is real or not? Real ah? Oh my goodness, it's featured on Netflix eh, on Dark Tourist. And it's not the only article on this. Okay, I did not know this part of the world exists. Why would you want to shoot a cow? Then you shoot it what? Then you eat ah? Or what? Or cannot eat already because it's like contaminated. This is really weird. Apparently the lower price is $200. Huh. Yeah, on this treelist.com also, they say that you can hunt with a rocket launcher. Huh? Another name for a rocket launcher is a bazooka. So it's like something that you kind of like hold on your shoulder. It's like a really big pipe like mm-hmm. a gun mm-hmm. then you can like launch it and then there will be like a rocket that flies out of it mm. so that's what they use to aim at the cow the poor cow huh. that is very innocent no <laughs> why oh my goodness I mean at least it is a quick death la. but no that's not right hey hey hang on a minute the customers who go to these shooting ranges right they are presented with an extensive menu of weapons eh, that they can choose from. Oh my gosh. So they can choose from AK-47 to long rifles to handguns to grenades and rocket launchers. Eh. I do not condone this. If you choose pistol, it's only $15. So if you are on a budget, you just get the pistol. <laughs> That's not okay. Oh, whoa. And then you can buy extra bullets for $1 to $2. Eh. Huh. $15. I mean, no matter what price it is, like, you shouldn't be ending any living thing's life just because you want to, right? And this is for fun, not for food, not for survival, right? Yeah. No, I do not agree with this at all. Nope, 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 nope. 
So wasteful. Then the cow cannot be eaten, right? After you shoot it with a rocket launcher. I don't think so. Because like it has a full of soot, right? Gunpowder. I mean, like, it's kind of like hunting, right? In other countries. Hmm. Yeah, but sometimes that is questionable. Sometimes it is... Uh, but but the hunting for sport like in other countries is mm. regulated. It's and, regulated and, and they use the meat. Yes, and eat. sometimes it is because they are trying to cut down the population of a certain invasive species, right? Mm. But for this, it's like clearly entitlement, right? Mm. <laughs> clearly entitlement. <laughs> yep. No, no, no. Shaking my head. Well, at least now we all know there's such an industry. Okay, do not support it, guys. Okay, moving on. <laughs> this question is from Natalie. Mm-hmm. Do silver fishes have preferences for certain types of paper? You know what silver fishes are? Oh, it's like the bug, right? The bug that eats books. Oh. Mm, do they have preferences? Like, they like to read non-fiction, is it? Not read, eat. Oh, eat. eat, eat. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> which bug can read? You tell me which bug can read. Maybe it would, like, peruse the pages before it decides. Oh, you know what? I kind of want to oh eat god. this book. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I got a reader for you. Which bug can read? Answer. A bookworm. Ha 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 who is going to interview the silver fish to ask No, whether... you just have to observe them. <laughs> as in, you observe them to eat what kind of book. <laughs> Mr. Silverfish, which type of book would you like to eat? I'm vegan. There is non-fiction on the menu today. Oh, with a side of thriller and murder mysteries. Mm. <laughs> yes, I'll have all of them. <laughs> all right. Let's search it up. <laughs> Silverfish really have a preference eh. Mm. They like starchy snacks. So for us, it's like pasta, bread. right? Mm-hmm. But for silverfish, it's like glazed paper. Wow. And sometimes they eat like cereal or like sugary things. Mm. But like clearly they like books, right? Mm. I never saw how disgusting a silverfish eaten book is mm. before. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the holes can be so huge and the silver fishes can grow to so big. Mm. The silver fish, right, they can grow up to 2.5 cm in length. That's like the size of your thumbnail. <laughs> so gross. Quite big, eh? <laughs> Imagine them to be like, like M size, you know? Like few mm by like cm. Dislike it. There are at least 120 types of silverfish found worldwide. Eh? And they are believed to have evolved over 400 million years ago. They have been around very, very long. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> they even have a preference on the type of places that they stay in. Mm. They have a preference for warm and moist environments. Humid. That's why they are sometimes found in bathrooms or kitchens. And of course, libraries. Yeah, they also like to eat clothes. 
they like to nibble on things that contain polysaccharides and this includes glue, paper, sugar, hair, carpet and dandruff. Oh, <sighs> interesting. Well, so they eat a lot, a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And they actually like to eat the binding from the glue. For the book. Yes. Ah. Like, mmm, taste eh. But now we change to more synthetic glue, right? Okay. Then they don't really like it. But last time we used organic compounds to make glue. Mm, mm, like mm. like rabbit skin glue or we use the starch. Rabbit skin glue? Yes, rabbit skin glue is a glue. What? Rabbit skin <laughs> glue is glue la. It's sticky. Yeah. Rabbit skin glue is made of refined rabbit collagen. Oh my god. Mm, and people use it to um, prep canvases in the past. Wow. I never knew that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have learned that, yes, they have a preference mm. for what they eat. Yep. They have a preference for places that they live in. Yes. <laughs> so, they have a preference for sweet things. So maybe they actually like romance books. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. Okay. Okay, that's the end of our special segment. So, Jingan, what is your search term of the week? Alright, my search term is... The lightning, lightning round! What? What? <laughs> what nonsense? No, no wonder when you start the show, you say shocking shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cause the lightning round is about lightning. lightning. Ha, ha, ha! Okay, so the first question is, how many people get struck by lightning a year? 1,000. No, as in in the world, in the world. 50,000. Nope. It's 240,000 lightning strike incidents are reported each year. 240? Yes. That's like a quarter million. Eh? Yeah. So right. in a year, yep. as a quarter million people are walking around, then yep. they get struck by lightning. Correct. What, <laughs> what nonsense! As they're just going about their activity. Okay, next la. question. <laughs> How many people get struck by lightning but don't die? Uh, 70% of it. 90%. 90%. Yes, and oh. it's quite consistent over different countries. For example, around 30 to 50 people get struck by lightning in the UK each year. Uh-huh. And around 3 cases of that is fatal. So about 10%. Uh-huh. So in Australia, there are about 100 injuries from lightning strike cases and about 5 to 10 of them are fatal. So about the same number. Uh The percentage of being dead by lightning strike. 10%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's say, right, if you are in an open field with some trees, how should you, like, survive the lightning strike? It's like thunderstorming. Uh, Lie on the floor very flat and roll away. You, you, you want to roll away <laughs> as the light, lightning strike you are? No. The lightning... How, how the fast? Because the lightning is going to strike on the tall things, right? The trees. So I thought that if I make myself as flat as possible, then the lightning will strike me. So I just lie down as flat as I can. It makes sense, what? Then you will strike the tree, what? Yes. That was actually my initial answer until I watched the video on how to survive a lightning strike. Okay, okay, okay. So you just squat down and duck waddle. To where? Squat down and duck waddle. To a safe place, huh? Yeah. Because you're shorter, you must make yourself shorter than the tree, huh? Trees are quite tall. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Okay. 
So yeah, like if you ha- you have no options, uh-huh. so there are a few options. Like if you are like in a normal area, uh-huh. you can go into a building. Uh-huh. You can go into a car. Uh-huh. So all of these are like insulated. So uh-huh. the if the lightning strikes your car, it will just go into the ground because mm. it's the metal that conducts, conducts. the uh, mm. lightning very quickly. Or if it's a building, then they'll have the lightning rod. Mm. Yeah. So those are the best options. Like yes. if you have this option, you should definitely take it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Other than that, if you are like really no choice, mm-hmm. you should not lie flat on the floor. Oh. Yeah. That's not gonna work Why? because there's this thing called ground current. So let's say, right, the lightning strike, right, like maybe a tree beside you or something. Uh. And then the, even if it's not a tree, maybe it's like the ground. Uh Then it will go into the ground. Uh. And because the ground has a high impedance, it will go and find a better conductor, which is your legs or your body. Okay. A human body. Okay. So then it will just go into you. Oh, damn it. Okay. So that's not a very good option. Yeah. So, so, what do we so do? So, what do we do? We Asian squat. Then we cover our ears. Because if the lightning strike next to you, or the tree next to you or something, then there will be a shock wave, and uh-huh. then you might get hurt. Oh, wow. Yeah, there correct. is a shock wave, like, boom, like that. Yeah, 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 wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it might be so loud that, you know, you oh. Yeah, yeah, it's quite loud your when ears. the lightning strikes. Yes, correct. So... You lift your heels off the ground. That means your balls of your feet mm-hmm. is... You balance on it. Mm-hmm. You know, like Asian squat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you touch your heels to each other. Touch your heels to each other? Yes. So you just imagine uh, the ground got the lightning, right? Then you want to find a place, right? So it will go into one of your leg, one uh-huh. of your foot. Uh-huh. Then if you touch your heel together, right? Then it will just take your other foot down. Oh. So it will create a very short circuit. Oh. If you... Touch your heels together, mm. then it will just go up your f- one foot, go mm. through your heel and go out the other foot. Yes. But if you never touch your heels together, it will go up your body. Yes. And then go down your foot. Yes. Oh. And that's not, not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Oh, so smart. Yeah, so there are different types of lightning strikes. Okay, so there's one that is like, the one that we e- imagine. The one that is like, the lightning strike the entire person. Uh-huh. And then the channel of current uh-huh. or lightning volts go uh-huh. through this person. The human. The okay. human. The, the whole human, yes. Yeah, so it, uh, you can't survive that. It's normally instantaneously fatal. Oh. Because the average bolt of lightning carries about 300 million volts. Mm-hmm. And it will heat up the air around it to about five times hotter than the sun. Wow. So you will kind of like instantaneously explode or burn to death. Yeah. What? Normally, that case is quite rare. Oh. Yeah. Because usually people wear shoes, is it? Because is people usually get struck by the ground current. Mm. Or let's say it strikes the tree. Mm-hmm. Then sometimes the lightning will jump to the human. Oh. Yeah. That's called a side flash. Oh. Or you are touching an object. Let's say it's a telephone pole or a tree that uh-huh. is... Or umbrella. Struck by the lightning and then you are a conductor. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Can be umbrella, can be anything la, yes, that you're yes, holding. Yes. La. yes. Oh. Something metal. Yeah. Oh. Also, you can be hurt by a lightning strike by the blast that I mentioned just now. Uh-huh. So like it strikes something near you, uh-huh. then there is a shock wave. Uh-huh. Then you get blown away. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, then you suffer blunt force trauma. Yeah, because like, you hit yeah. your head on the floor or something. Like, or you just get banged onto the pillar or I something. I mean, it's quite a strong force also. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, that's true. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. getting punched at it. Correct, correct, Okay, correct. okay. 
Hmm. Yeah, so that ground current thing is the reason why a lot of people get struck by lightning. Uh-huh. The Because that's not what you expect. Yes. You, know? you don't expect it to strike you because you're not the tallest thing. And also, you are not holding a metallic object. Yes. Right? So yeah. just squat like an Asian person. <laughs> yeah. Touch your heels together and cover your ears and just hope, hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. Do not roll on the ground <laughs> and try to no. roll away. It's not, you're not going to be fast enough. <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> got it. After hearing all these fun facts about the lightning and how crazy and strong it is, mm. how is it possible that 90% of the people who get struck by it mm. survive? Because you say already, ma, sight thing. Uh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not the full thing. Mm. Yeah, right. So because it is transferred from something else, so it's more indirect, right? Uh-huh. So some of the electric current has already been siphoned off. Mm. So although it is still a large amount, mm-hmm. it's not as bad as the full charge of like lightning. The, mm. the 300 million volts. That's mm. why people still can survive. So what is the most dangerous thing like that will cause... The person's death after a lightning strike. The electricity. As go, in like, what, what fails in the human body? You go and zap your heart yes. and your brain, maybe. But Correct. zap your heart, la, then your heart cannot beat. Correct. It will go into cardiac arrest. Mm. So oftentimes, if you do CPR on the person who gonna lightning strike, uh-huh. then you might be able to revive the person. Mm. The WikiHow article, right? actually says, teach your family and friends CPR as mm. one of the ways to survive a lightning strike. Mm-hmm. And I found it very funny because it's like, huh, in that moment, you want to teach them how to do the CPR. I mean, it obviously means before. Yes, but like, yes, yeah. yes. Okay, anyway. But I think it's funny also because when I went for my first aid class, right, mm. the teacher also said that sometimes people collapse because of lightning strike. Mm. Then to make them wake up again, you're going to take the AED and then you... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then you restart their heart correct, like, correct. with electricity, you know. Correct, then correct, like, correct. zap them again. Yeah, zap them away. Because the heart needs that zap to wake yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. So it, it gets zapped and stopped. But mm. then you can zap it again to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. So when a person gets struck by lightning, right? Mm. You are allowed to touch the person. Not the same as when you are in the house and uh. then like a person stick their finger inside the electrical socket or something like that. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it's a different type of electricity. Uh. So lightning is actually quite unique in that way. Because lightning is one-off, ma, but the kind that the live wire kind, the current is still running, what? Kind of, also, but it's a different type of electricity. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so most people who get struck by lightning, right, they actually die by cardiac arrest, like you said. But most of the times, if they don't die they have other problems. Mm. They have cognitive problems. Like, for example, they have a loss of memory mm. or they find themselves unable to focus mm-hmm. or they have problems multitasking. Mm-hmm. Their moods may change. They may suffer from depression. They may not be the same person that they were before the lightning struck. Yeah, because the brain communicates through electrical yeah. currents. Yes, yes. E- electrical impulses. Yeah. Then you lightning struck, then everything haywire already. Mm. Mm. It's how? like there's too much voltage, right, that's supplied to your brain suddenly. Then zap, zap, zap. Then how? Then, then shock circuit. Suddenly, ah, then yeah, how? I cannot. Mm. It is studied by scientists, but they are still not really able to understand mm. what happens to someone's brain when they get struck by lightning. Oh. Because it's impossible to tell. It's just that some people maybe lose their memory. Some people maybe like completely go on a different trajectory. Maybe it depends on where the lightning go to. Yeah. And how to calculate that? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how? Okay, yes. It's yeah, very hard to engineer yeah, the experiment. 
I think there was this guy that became a pianist, right? After he got struck by lightning. Really? Like, as in, like, he suddenly know how to play piano. What's his name? Oh, yes, it's true, leh. His name is Tony Sicoria. So he was, like, barbecuing there. Then he went to pay phone to call his mom. Mm. Then suddenly lightning struck. Yeah. Then after that, he became a pianist. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those, like, fern-like patterns that people get on their skin after getting struck by lightning. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I see before. Yeah, it's like three roots, right, almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they are called Lichtenberg figures. Mm-hmm. And it's because the electricity surge goes through the body, right? It causes the blood vessels to burst. Eee. Yeah, that's why that thing happens. Eee. <laughs> okay, thanks for the info. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about this urban legend that once you get struck by lightning, it's easier to get struck again? I thought lightning never struck in the same place twice. That was the urban legend. Hmm, I think that's a myth. So is yours a myth also? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's right. Mine is a myth. (laughs) So both of them are myths. Okay, Ken? (laughs) Yeah, but there was this guy. His name is Roy C. Sullivan of Virginia, USA. He's a park ranger and he was struck seven times. Huh? Seven, eh? It's because of his job, right? I think it's because, yeah. That's right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> so lucky man, whenever he's his job, like, he's a park ranger, then he has to go patrolling or something, then yep. raining, then he's like, oh no, I can't run to my cabin. Yeah. So it's not a science thing that like once you get struck once, then you're very easy to get struck again. It's because of your work or where you live. Mm. And that's probably where the lightning strikes quite often. Mm. Or like the weather causes that place to be. Oh. To have a higher chance of having a lightning storm. Oh. Mm. Like for example, if you're a farmer in a place where it always rains, mm, mm, mm. Then, then your risk of getting struck by lightning is higher. Ma. Mm, mm, okay, mm. okay, okay. Got it. So are there in people in Singapore who get struck by lightning? Yes. Okay. How many people a year? I don't know. Try uh, to guess, try to guess. 800. 800? <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine there's a lot of... Yeah. Wait, wait. The UK is wait. how many? <laughs> Hang on. UK is how many? Just now you say? Not a lot. UK is 50. 30 to 50. Really. Oh, 30 to 50. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, Singapore is less, less than UK. 30 to 50. So Singapore is 15, 15. Nope, that's not the answer. Why? Because Singapore is actually dubbed a lightning capital. Then yes, 800 is correct or not? No, it's not correct either. Hi-ya. It's way too overkill, okay? Hi-ya. I mean, you know what I was imagining? I was imagining the, in the block, then, in the office or in the block, then everybody got struck together. There's too many. <laughs> I think it's more like in the ballpark of 100 plus. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the lightning fatality rate in Singapore on average is 1.7 deaths per million Mm. a year. Mm. While the corresponding rates in US is 0.6 and 0.2 in the UK. So actually in the UK, there's very little lightning storms. Mm. I, I just imagine you know when you ask me that question mm-hmm. I imagine like in my HDB there's sometimes the lightning rod you suck the lightning yeah, yeah, yeah. then I imagine that everybody in my that column <laughs> of people who all live <laughs> under me then we all get uh, side struck by lightning but not very serious just a tiny zap no la that rod is not meant to side strike you say it will jump out the current will jump out yeah but the <laughs> <laughs> the rod is designed for the current not to jump out at you. That's why it's oh. called a lightning rod. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. 
Anyway, my number is wrong. So that, that whole theory, whatever I just said, is nonsense. Does not stand in science. <laughs> the side jumping thing is like quite fatal one. It's not, oh. <laughs> not a little bit oh. like static. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, because Singapore is situated near the equator and has warm and humid tropical conditions. Mm. That's why we have many thunderstorms as we know as Singaporeans. Uh, so just a pro tip don't play with lightning uh. just stay indoors when there's a thunderstorm when uh, you go to the swimming pool you know when you say don't play with lightning it's very really funny <laughs> imagine us like dancing joyously with the lightning la 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 <laughs> like you know when you go swimming pool <laughs> yes 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 then some of the kids right they just ignore the lightning alarm thing oh yes there's a lightning alarm at the swimming pool the storm they alarm yang, or wing, something wing, like wing, that wing. yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's yeah, a sound yeah. that, that, that the alarm goes yeah. then everybody has to clear the pool then the lifeguard blow the whistle yeah yeah yeah, yeah then everybody yeah. has to stand aside for a while yeah 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 ah yeah so yes getting struck by lightning is not a small thing like guys just don't mm. yeah don't risk it mm. later you suddenly lose your memory or something mm. or become not... a savant yeah, sure yeah what are the, what are the odds <laughs> of that right <laughs> alright we've reached the almost end of our podcast and now it is time for one thing to recommend my recommendation for this week is a good umbrella Ooh. actually you know what I don't want to recommend a good umbrella I just recommend an umbrella just put one inside <laughs> your bag you know, it appalls me how many people don't have umbrellas with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even when they live in Singapore. Leh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, then they always run here, run there, then so wet. <laughs> yeah. After you say the whole lightning, I feel personally attacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's one of those people. She's one of those people that don't bring an umbrella everywhere. You know, umbrella very useful, you know, in Singapore because, right, it not only can shield you from the rain, right? Yeah. It can also shield you from the sun. Sun, yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. if you go to a place where there's a lot of birds that go, wah, 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 like for example, Orchard Road, right? Yeah, yeah. It can also shield you from the bird poop. Mm, mm. Mm. See? Very important. Mm. <laughs> okay, my recommendation for this week is the Pocky Winter Glitter Flavor. It's called Winter Glitter. I don't know why. But basically, it's salted caramel, but better. It's buttery and caramelly and like slightly salty. Yeah, it's very nice and I love it a lot. I know why it's called Glitter. Why? Because it has the little specks of salt ah. on it that looks like it's glittering. Yes, yes, yes. Like shiny, mm-hmm. shiny. Mm-hmm. It's a great snack for when you need to focus. Alright, we've reached the end of this week's podcast. Thank you, Eliza, for making this podcast with me. And thank you, Zingan, for doing this podcast with me. If you have Googled anything interesting lately, you can drop us a DM or comment on any of our social media accounts and we'll search it up on the show. You can also follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook page where we post images of some of the things that we talked about today. You can also help share our show with your friends that might enjoy a comedy trivia podcast. If you'd like to support us, you can head over to our Patreon page and give us a small contribution to help us keep the show running. And now, we're off the record, one more thing, a Patreon-only podcast called One More Thing. So, see you then! The Pocky Winter Glitter Flavor. I think it's called Pocky. The po- <laughs> And we'll search it up on the show. You can also follow us on Twitter. Stop, stop. Eh, it's this is not... <laughs>
You can also follow us on our Twitter, Instagram, or on our Facebook page. <laughs> Facebook porch. <laughs> like combined post. Porch. <laughs>